Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of our brand new podcast, Good Morning Eastvale. My name is Molly Quartzen, and I'm the city's communications officer. Today, we have Mayor Todd Rigby and former mayor, now council member, Clint Lorimore joining us. And we started this podcast to give residents a behind-the-scenes look at day-to-day life in the city of Eastvale. So I'm going to start by reading a short bio about each of our guests, and then we'll get started. Mayor Rigby has lived in Eastville for over 14 years with his wife and three children. He works in residential and commercial real estate and enjoys volunteering with the Boy Scouts of America, his church, and many local sports organizations. He was recently appointed to mayor in December of 2022 and will serve as mayor for the remainder of 2023. Councilmember Clint Lorimore moved to Eastville in 2004 and is a successful small business owner who previously worked for the state legislature, served as a regional appointee of the governor, and has also worked as an analyst on issues relating to national security. He just finished his term as mayor and still serves on the city council as a council member. So thank you both for being here. Do either of you have anything to add, anything you'd like to say? Well, thank you for having us. We're glad to be here and glad for this opportunity to be able to talk with the community and share a little bit about the ins and outs of, of the city of Eastville. So thanks for doing this and glad to be here, Molly. Well, good morning, Eastville. Molly, thank you for putting this together. This uh, podcast I know has been uh, on your top prior, has been a top priority for you and I'm really excited to be kicking this off. Well, thank you both for being here. I'm really excited. We've been working on the podcast for about a year, so I'm excited to finally be here. So, okay, I'm gonna jump right in. I'm gonna start right here with Councilmember Lorimore. So you joined the city council in 2014 and are now our most veteran council member. You also just finished your second term as mayor. So how has Eastvale transformed over the last few years that you've been here? And what was something exciting that happened to you in 2022? Well, uh, first of all, (laughs) we have come a long way in a very short period of time. We are still a very young city, but uh, I guess we're 11 years young now. We continue to grow every day, but when I first got on the council, there were questions of whether or not we could cover a $5,000 consultant. We were were very, very tight on uh, our revenues. And since then, we have focused on economic development. Um, When I first came on again, we were meeting in our, our, the city council was meeting inside of an elementary school auditorium. Uh, we now ha- actually have our own city council chambers. Um, so we've seen a lot of growth in recent years and um, things just continue to get better every day. Well, and I think even from the time I started, I started a year and a half ago and the city has changed a lot even in a year and a half. We've gotten a lot of new employees and added a lot of new programs for starting the podcast, so a lot of growth. But uh, the other part, you asked the, the, the end of your question there mm-hmm. about 2022, what was exciting. We have a lot of exciting things happening right now in the city of Eastville. One of those, though, that, uh, again, one of those long time coming mm-hmm. is we have finally secured and are moving forward on the Leal property, which will be our downtown. So downtown Eastvale, downtowneastvale.com, if you haven't checked it out, do so. Those are the plans that we have envisioned for the future. We're still in the planning process, but things are moving forward. So we're very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Okay, I'm gonna move over to Mayor Rigby. Okay, you've also been on the city council for several years. 
and you've seen the city grow immensely, I'm sure, in the time that you've been here. So what are some initiatives you'd like to focus on this coming year now that you're the mayor? Well, thanks, Molly. And before I get into that, I just want to quickly just say, you know, you asked and you talked about Clint being on the council and he's kind of our, our veteran uh, council member right now. Um, he's been a mentor to a lot of us on the council. And it's I remember one specific instance that uh, um, Clint pulled me aside and he, he kind of talked to me about a few things and he just said, hey, Todd, you know, you should watch this or do this or do that. And uh, I just I just really appreciate what Clint's done and how he's helped us. Yes, he has been the longest council member on, but he's been a, a great asset to our, our council. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then to answer your question about the initiatives that I have, um, we have a great council and we work together so well. Mm-hmm. So I think my initiatives are initiatives that we have kind of put together as a council and we've talked about and we've done this over our strategic plan over the last couple of years. Um, as a council, one of our top priorities and an initiative we continue to push is our public safety. That is our top priority in our, in our city. There are things that uh, help public safety to, to operate and some of those come with like economic development. We have to have our economic development to bring in the revenues to be able to support our public safety. But we're constantly looking at different ideas that we can do to improve or assist our public safety. Um, at a recent council meeting, we even talked about reevaluating our camera system throughout the city. So there's different initiatives like that that we're, we're continuing to push public safety. But in order for public safety to continue to be a top priority and for us to invest in public safety, we have to have, as Councilmember Laura more briefly touched upon, our economic development. We have to have our economic development. So that's one big thing we're doing. Um, I don't want to go too far, but we're going to talk, I think, a little bit about our downtown a little bit. But that is a huge economic development driver that is not just something that's going to help us for the next couple of years, but that's something that we have to set up right. And I I feel um, a great honor to be involved in that as well as uh, a lot of pressure because that's not only for us for the next couple of years, but that's going to set the destiny for Eastville for the next 50 plus years. Mm -hmm. So what happens over the next couple of years that we do downtown will affect us um, just in our infrastructure, but then also in how we're going to have those revenues. So we have to do that right. So I'm excited. Hopefully we'll have a few minutes that we'll be able to talk about that and dive into that a little bit more. Okay, so I guess, you know, we landed right into it because this next question is for both of you and it is about downtown. So we recently announced that phase one has closed on, you know, this property and we're going to be putting our new city hall there, the police station, fire station. There's going to be a lot of retail and we're going to also hopefully have like a library innovation center. But something I've seen on social media because I monitor it, we've had so many people comment and say, you know, who really owns this property and what's our part in the property and... You know, how long is this all going to take? And so can you guys just, you know, comment on what are some next steps? What are we waiting on? What's really our role in the whole thing? You know, is it our property? Is it someone else's? And then maybe even just talk about something that you're really excited for to see there. So I'll jump into that. Mm-hmm. I have the opportunity to sit on what we've uh, called a real property ad hoc committee mm-hmm. um, where we've been in the negotiations with the, the purchaser of that property, who is the new home company. So the new home company is a developer and they have purchased the property. And so they are, um, we've been very creative with this to make it so that we can have a downtown and so that we can have a city hall, a fire station, a library, a police station, all those things in this area. We've tried to be very creative 
to make it work for us in Eastvelt, but then also to make the economics work for it also, mm -hmm. so that we aren't coming, having to come up with all this money to buy the land and uh, build the buildings, all that kind of stuff. So we've been very creative. And what we've done, one of the things that we've done is, is we have um, um, basically created a, it's a, it's a development agreement and part of it has a, <clears throat> excuse me, has an option agreement. So it basically says that um, the city has the option to be able to purchase the land at a set fee, which is a very nominal fee because we're doing it in, in exchange for some developer fees. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's very complicated, but just in the simple, the simple mind, we don't own the land. We have an option to purchase the land. Um, if we so decide, or we can sell off that option if we want to in the future. Mm -hmm. um, but we are in the process. I was actually out there the other day just driving by with my son, and there's some big dirt movers that are out there right now. So you'll shortly see, uh, coming up soon, you're going to see dirt moving, I would imagine, in the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So I'm, as you can tell, I'm super excited for this. I mean, driving by and with my sons in the car, we pointed out, look at those big trucks. They're going to be moving and moving mm -hmm. dirt all over here for the next... Unfortunately, for probably about a year, um, they'll be moving dirt. Uh, my hope is, is that this time next year, that we're going to be ready to start putting sticks in the ground to be building our city hall. Mm -hmm. So um, that's just a little bit of, of my thoughts on it. Well, you, you covered a great deal of it. And you, you are correct. These are very exciting times that we are in. Uh, to talk about the enormity of the project, though, to put it in perspective, uh, we have that the downtown Eastvale, it is 165 acres. Now, that means that is approximately the size, actually a little bit larger than Disneyland. So 165 acres, there is a lot of development opportunities going to be taking place there. As we've already talked about the police station, fire station, city hall, library. Um, and these are going to be places that residents will be able to come and access their services, congregate, come together as a community. But more than this, in a, a, as a part of this, our downtown, we're going to be having those shopping, dining options. And one of the cool points that was included in our development agreement was the ability for us as a city to be able to bring in and attract tenants. Uh, so that, that is something that's different. Whereas um, the other shopping centers, we work uh, to attract businesses, of course, and we create policies that are friendly towards business to attract, uh, as part of our economic development strategy, to attract businesses to our city. But here we're actively involved in attracting specific businesses. Uh, those businesses that are residents, currently go out of town to find that one thing, go to that nice restaurant. We're going to be doing that here on the Leo property. So very excited about that. Um, given the size, again, larger than Disneyland, it is going to be taking about a year, move all that dirt. And so you, you're going to be seeing a lot of movement on that property, but uh, we are very much looking forward to putting those sticks in the ground for our mm -hmm. uh for downtown and I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm also excited because, you know, I work over at City Hall obviously, but some of our staff isn't there. We're, we're split up into two locations. So I'm just excited to have a beautiful City Hall. I'm excited for us to all be together, maybe not be so crammed and, 
you know, I think there will be a lot of great things there. So is there anything in particular you guys are especially excited for? Um, maybe like your number one thing you can't wait for. So I'm excited, obviously, for the whole Civic Center. Um, but I think even above that, one of the things that we really lack in the city is a place for people to go to be entertained, um, for someone to go and enjoy just a night out. And so I think that's what that downtown is going to encompass. It's going to be something where you can go and you can park and you can be there for a number of hours. Um, you can go and maybe get something to eat. You can go and walk around, get an ice cream after, shop. You can do all that in one place. You don't have to keep on getting in your car, go to a different place. And not only can you do that in one place, but you can do it in Eastville. Um, that's what I'm super excited for. It's just the, the one thing to be together. Uh, yeah. Okay. What about you? Well, for the, the thing that uh, I'm most excited about are things that we actually can't talk about. And those are some of those businesses that are going, that have an interest in coming to Eastvale that I know our residents have been interested in bringing to Eastvale. And so a lot, of it, we, th there are a lot of exciting things on the horizon and can't wait to share with you some of those new tenants that are going to be coming in. Okay. And real quick, if I can just add one more thing before we go off this topic, I know you asked about the timeline and that is something that a lot of residents ask about. Mm -hmm. um, so we have the downtown aspect and then we also have housing that's going to be on the outside of the downtown. So it's not just all going to be just commercial retail. There's going to be the downtown and there's going to be a number of housing. Mm -hmm. um, we're required to do that and that's where we had to do it. But the developers, their idea is uh, they want to have the housing and everything built within seven to 10 years. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a long time, but before you know it, that 10 years, that seven years is going to really come. They're really trying to push closer to the seven years, but they're trying to, they're basically giving a time frame of seven to 10 years of what that's going to take to, to kind of fully build out with mm -hmm. those homes and everything there. So mm -hmm. um, kind of gives us an idea of timeline, what to anticipate. The downtown area, we would hope to have a lot quicker. Um, not with not all the way to that seven years or so definitely well thank you both for you know talking about it a bit we have a lot of people always asking questions at council meetings we have a lot of emails social media comments and it can be really confusing and I think overwhelming even for residents you know not really understanding the process or not having like a behind-the-scenes view so thank you for kind of addressing that my next question I'm gonna go back to Mayor Rigby so you are a father you have three children two boys and a girl and so I just want to ask, you know, what are some advantages to raising a family here in Eastvale? We're a very family-friendly city. And so, you know, obviously your kids go to school here. We have a really safe community. But can you just kind of talk about what do you love about raising your family here in Eastville? I love Eastville. And that's why I'm here. And why do I love Eastville? I love Eastville because, and it goes back to why I ran originally for the council, is because I want to make sure that we have a great place for our kids to, um, to grow up in. Mm -hmm. And part of that is, is the, the schools just having a safe community, having the parks for them to play at. And historically, we've been known in the district, uh, Corona Norco Unified School District has been known to have great schools. And especially here in Eastville, you have the newer schools also. So you have a great school district, you have the newer schools where they can take advantage of those things. We also have, um, you have the, at the high school, you have the East M Academy, you have over at um, Rondo Elementary School, and it's uh, the, um, there's a longer name for it, but Rondo Elementary School that we have. Uh, you have a STEM program over there. So you have a lot of great opportunities for our kids to take advantage of education here. And then also almost every neighborhood that you have in Eastville has a park. Mm -hmm. So you don't, have to, you don't even have to get in your car to drive to go to a park. Anywhere you live in Eastville, you can basically just walk and you'll find a park. Mm -hmm. You'll find a park to be able to go play ball at, to be able to go on a, a swing set or a jungle gym. 
those are awesome things to be able to raise a family, mm -hmm. to be able to get out and about and to be active in the community and to um, be able to enjoy those things. We also, we also have a, a number of youth sports leagues. I'm obviously, I, I love sports, very involved in sports. We have one of the largest youth soccer programs in the area, one of the largest youth baseball uh, little league programs in the area. Um, so it's awesome for the kids to have a great place to go to school, they have great parks, and then they have great youth sports programs here in the city of Eastville. So my youngest is, is six years old and we're here at least until he's, he's you know, graduating school. And so we're here for, for the long run and I, I enjoy Eastville. And I know you touched on a little bit earlier the public safety because that is such a big aspect for the council. So do you feel like this is a safe place to raise your family? Absolutely. Any city that you live in is going to have crime. There's always going to be crime. Mm -hmm. But Eastville, comparative to a lot of other cities, is very safe. We have a great partnership with our contract law enforcement, who's the Riverside County Sheriff's Department. They do a great job for us here in the city of Eastville. Um, we also have a very high population of law enforcement and first responders that live in the city. Um, so, I mean, just on my street alone, I have a number of police officers that live in my immediate little neighborhood there. Um, so it is definitely a safe, safe city. Um, I, I love to run in the community and I feel comfortable running, you know, morning, day, night, uh, mm -hmm. because it is such a safe city. And as I mentioned earlier, we continue to do things to invest in the safety of our city. Mm -hmm. I think that our public safety is amazing here and they're always at city hall we have lieutenant Escobel, and he's always like in and out and we get to see him so much and so it's awesome because he's just such a friendly face and he's not you know he's very just like every day you know and all the rso officers are there they talk to you and they're so nice and so friendly and very approachable and so i really like that about the city and part of our public safety and, and being safe in the community is i know we we always talk a lot about rso is also part of cal fire mm -hmm. our cal fire does a great job for us too we have two fire stations um, we're looking to add the third station to continue to make it safe because yes our sheriff's department makes us safe and helps enforce the law but mm -hmm. sometimes there's incidents that uh, that we're put in a situation where we need to be uh, where the fire department needs to respond to help keep us continue to keep us safe mm -hmm. uh, and with having that third fire station will allow us the opportunity to um, continue to keep our city safe throughout the entire city mm -hmm. i agree i'm excited to see us get safer and last year we were you know or i think two years ago we were the 29th safest city now we're the 26th safest city so i think we'll just get safer and safer so we're trying we're trying so okay i'm gonna jump back over to you so last year while you were the mayor we were declared the least at-risk city in california which can be a bit confusing but basically it just means we're the most financially stable right um i know how important financial stability is to you to the whole council to the staff to the city it's important to everyone it's obviously finance is such an important topic so do you want to touch a bit about you know what are some like some initiatives that you guys you know hold high and some things that you start like you do on purpose to ensure that we are financially stable well Yes, thank you. Th thank you for the question. Um, yes, City of Eastvale is the least financially at risk. And many people hear that and go, wait, what, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. It means we're very financial. Uh, uh, we, we, we are very stable financially. Um, to put this uh, question about safety that was asked a little bit earlier, also in relation to this, California has just under 500 cities. To be ranked 26th mm -hmm. in public safety 
or the least financially at risk. It's amazing. East Valley, it, it is amazing. It's amazing. It, it is amazing. And um, we are blessed in a lot of ways here in Eastvale, one of which is geography, our location. Um, and so we are capitalizing on that mm -hmm. with uh, our residents, with our businesses. We've been focusing on economic development. Um, and again, this has been a long time coming. Initially, we were in a very financially precarious position for a number of factors, not because of the council in Eastvale, but as a new city, a lot of difficulties associated with that. Uh, vehicle licensing fees were taken, taken away from the city very early on, right after incorporation. Mm -hmm. We fought very hard to get that money back, but also, again, focusing on economic development, bringing those businesses here to Eastvale that facilitate a shopping, dining experience for our residents. Those tax revenues then go back to providing those services for our residents. Mm -hmm. So the public safety that we've been talking about um, so again, long time coming, but, um, one of the things we, in order to get to that place to attract businesses, aside from just strictly this term of economic development, mm -hmm. we instill policies that are business friendly. Mm -hmm. We also, for those of you that don't know, we have the lowest sales tax uh, we, we have never raised it and we also keep our fees low to be able to attract businesses to our city and we are when a business comes to invest in our town when uh, people look people are looking to invest in the city of Eastvale we create that environment that welcomes them and we go out of our way to facilitate as opposed to figuring as opposed, some places figure out, well, can I say no to this? Mm -hmm. We always try to figure out how to say yes, mm -hmm. how to come to that place where we, we are that destination, not only for businesses, but for residents. And these policies, and this again, on the council, it is a collaborative effort. And we've been working very hard for many years to be able to create a solid foundation from which we are able to build. And we are beginning to realize that. Um, and having this recognition as being uh, financially stable, number one in the state. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, very exciting stuff. Mm -hmm. So I know one of these days I'm going to convince the finance team to get on the podcast, but I thought it would be cool for them to talk about, you know, the budgets and the audits and even, you know, the downtown, how, how does that all work finance wise? And I know we have so many questions about finance all the time. And so I think having them on would be awesome, but it's just a matter of, you know, twisting their arm a little bit, but eventually we'll get them. And they are an amazing team that we have here. And we continue to win awards for our financial reporting practices. Mm -hmm. um, and what one of the, and I, 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 I will say that they are people, people, mm -hmm. they, they, they are awesome. The very last question I'm gonna ask you guys, and this is something I'll ask everyone, it's really the driving force behind the podcast. I just wanted to ask you guys, you know, while you're here, are there any, you know, behind the scenes things that you want to share? Any misconceptions? Do you want to share a little bit about like the day to day of being, you know, on the council? I just want to be able to give people a behind the scenes look at all things Eastvale. 
And a lot of times people are just seeing such a small, tiny glimpse of what you do, what the staff does, what business owners do. It's just such a small little glance. And so this is kind of your chance now to share whatever you want with the community. Um, the floor is yours to say whatever you would like. Well, I think one of the things that's kind of a misconception, I think, in uh, city council government in general mm -hmm. is a lot of the time people think that, oh, that's what they do for their career. That's their job. Mm -hmm. um, I actually have to get going soon because I have an appointment for my real job <laughs> that uh, helps provide a living for my family. So this is one of the reasons that the five of us do this um, is not because of the pay, not because of what we get from the city council, but it's because we love and have a passion for our city. Mm -hmm. We truly, and I, I feel that my four colleagues really have this right now, mm -hmm. um, truly have a passion for Eastville, truly want what's best for Eastville. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're here. Um, this is, uh, we do get a stipend, a small stipend. I, I would say barely covers our gas, especially with gas prices <laughs> right now. Yeah. But uh, we do this because we love Eastville. We care about Eastville and we truly want what's best for the city of Eastville. Um, and I think that's kind of a, a misunderstanding sometimes is, is this a full-time job or is it uh, volunteer service? It's um, wh why do the council members do this? Um, and we do it because we love Eastville, mm -hmm. so. Awesome. Floor is yours. No, um, well, I, I would concur. Being on the council, it's, it's a labor of love. Uh, it, it is certainly not for the money. Uh, that stipend, by the way, is $400 a month, uh, so. Yeah. Before taxes. Be before taxes. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So it is not about the money. It, it, it's about a love of city. It's about a love of community. And, um, you know, as Molly alluded to a little bit earlier, these council meetings, all of these subcommittees, these uh, public safety committee uh, commissions, mm -hmm. uh, planning commissions, these are all open meetings. Mm -hmm. This is an opportunity. These are opportunities for residents to come in, have your voice heard. Mm -hmm. It is your meeting. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we are there conducting the business of the city, but we would love to have your input. Um, and because what we're doing, we're all working towards making Eastvale that better place to live, work and play. And uh, I know. I, I look at my. I look at my colleagues. Look at the decisions that are made, uh, collaboratively, collectively. Uh, it's done. Uh, we we don't always agree on everything, but there's no malice involved in these decisions. There's. Uh, it, it comes from the heart. Uh, again, we may disagree about things, but we we do so. And at the end of it, we're we're getting the city's business done. Mm -hmm. And. Um, I would say, uh, as a council member, uh, that it is an honor to serve this community in which I live, uh, which I love, and uh, it's just truly an honor to serve. Well, I just want to say from a staff perspective that I have loved working with both of you so much. And you were the mayor when I started here, and now you're the mayor. And so it's been such a great like year and a half that I've been here. Um, everyone has just been so kind, and I've grown to love this city so much. We have so many amazing council members, team members, our new city manager. We have amazing community members, business owners. Just everyone has been so amazing to work with, and I have definitely grown to love the city. So I want to do, I want to ask you guys really quick a few 
fun get to know you like rapid fire questions okay i don't know if you've seen this at the end of a podcast i know i didn't tell you we're gonna do this but just say what's off the top of your head okay okay i'm gonna start with you all right they're just fun like get to know you things about you still okay Mm -hmm. first chick-fil-a or in and out in and out all the way in and out okay eekville or miracle on citrus street eekville miracle okay would you rather sit in the costco gas line on a sunday or dutch bros coffee line i'm not a coffee drinker so it's got to be costco unless i'm in a hot chocolate mood Okay. Dutch Bros. Okay. Would you rather take a walk in the August heat or the January winds? Oh, August heat all the way. I would take the January winds. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Favorite place to eat in Eastville? You guys must not have a pool. <laughs> My favorite place, like we said earlier, was In-N-Out or else uh, we also like Jinya. Okay. Jinya is amazing. Uh, you, you have to try it if you haven't. Um, the other, I just tried it um yesterday and that's the crying tiger bistro that place is so good you everyone go there that place is so good okay and then very last thing favorite interaction or memory that you've had while like working here for the city hmm favorite interaction or memory i'd probably say okay i'm going to share one so clint mentioned earlier about that we used to meet in the um the rosa parks elementary school i think one of my most memorable things and it's kind of odd is the milkman always coming in during our council meetings he was not the quietest guy but would always come in during our council meetings he was just telling me the story yesterday <laughs> literally yesterday he was telling me about this and i was laughing mark was like talking about it oh uh, it was funny every council He'd meeting be it so was loud. slamming the door shut and it was yeah mm-hmm. that's so funny they just told me this yesterday yeah, the, the, the milkman coming in is, is very memorable. Uh, again, in the middle of a council meeting and door opens and not quietly. And the, uh, the milk machine or milk uh, storage place was in the middle of this cafeteria area where this auditorium and he would slam that thing shut. The guy, anyway, he was amazing. Um, we should have him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Um, let me see here. The best, you know what? I, I am just super happy to be able to be participating in the inaugural podcast mm-hmm. here. But um, there's no one best thing. Uh, again, being on the city council, it's truly an honor to serve. Uh Collaborating with my colleagues is amazing, but seeing these visions that we put forward on the council come to fruition. And, um, you know, as has been stated several times (laughs) during this podcast, uh, we have come a long way. And um, the the Costco opening that we were both able to participate in, that Goodman Center, that was a vision. I, I think that was one of the first votes, uh, one of the early votes I had on the city council. Mm-hmm. And um, now it's in place. And in fact, it is now ranked as one of the top destination shopping centers in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, no one thing, but it's just truly an honor to serve. Well, thank you both so much for being here on our first ever episode of the podcast. And thank you everyone who tuned in. We hope that you will continue tuning in to learn more about the city, about the council, the staff, the city manager will be on soon. So thank you so much to the both of you. And thank you to everyone who tuned in. Thanks, Molly. Thank you.